What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the podcast. So today, <clears throat> I want to talk about mindset, and uh, mostly because you know that's 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 been the only thing that has I feel really gotten me through um, you know the whole quarantine and you know losing portions of your business. Every business took a hit with this. You know, it doesn't matter what you were. Every business took some sort of hit. Um, you know, maybe like people who have office jobs where like you immediately could pick up from home. They did, they might, you know, you kept working, right? Like you never really had to stop. So those companies I'm sure were able to hold on a lot better, but this small businesses, we all took a hit, um, you know, because we couldn't open, we couldn't operate. We couldn't really do what we were supposed to be doing. Um, what we had been doing, you know, what a lot of us have worked our asses off to build, we had to stop. And, uh, you know, it's very unfortunate. A lot of businesses have closed, but you know, I'm, you know, very proud to say that me and my team, we're still here. Um, we're, you know, we're doing, we're doing a lot better than, you know, a lot of other gyms, unfortunately. Uh, cause I do feel for other people, you know, it's one thing where, you know, there's gyms that are like closer to you and, you know, you kind of compete with each other and, you know, that's, that's normal, right? Like you're bound to have, that's bound to happen. But what happened, you know, with COVID it's like, I can't, you know, it hurts, you know, to know that these guys had to close because it doesn't matter. Even like the bigger gyms that had to close, it's like, you know, it's still, that still hurts. Like those, those are other people, you know, those are people who went a different route with fitness and they, you know, that's their work. That's their like their life's work. And this is mine. Right. So like, that hurts. Those people all lost what they were working hard to build. Um, so it's unfortunate that, you know, it hurts. It does. It, uh, I don't want to keep talking about that. But um, so what had, what I really feel has gotten me through this time and um, allowed me to stay open and, you know, we're kind of rebuilding, um, changing things is really just my mindset once again. So what I did, so this is for, you know, all of my friends who maybe have uh, their own small business or for, for some guys that are, you know, like a lot of my jujitsu friends who have schools, like this is more for you guys. Like I, you know, I, I really like, it sucks, you know? So like anything that I can do, um, to help anybody, I feel like we all need to help each other right now. We just got to survive this. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll figure out what we got to do later on, you know, but right now we just got to survive it. So if we do it together, you know what I mean? Like we'll make it through and we need small businesses, right? So mindset, the first thing that I did was there has to be a goal. Anytime, you know, no matter what happens and fitness changes all the time, right? So like, no matter what happens, there has to be an end goal. I have an end goal, but now things change. What's my, my end goal changes because, you know, situations change. So when I first started my business, I was by myself, was training people. I was just trying to get people to come train in my basement, which I had turned into like a gym, like a small gym type thing. It was 200 square feet. The ceiling was six feet high, but I wanted to train people. So I was just trying to get people there. Then it, you know, transformed into me doing boot camps and um, working at a gym, um, you know, to build up a clientele. Like it transforms. So I had an end goal. My end goal was to get a lot of clients because I need a lot of clients to open my business, right? Um, and um, once that happened, I finally now the goal was find a building. I'm ready. I have what I need. Like I need to open now, right? I want to open now. I was just very anxious to do it. So the the goal changed. The goal was to find a location, you know, renovate it and start my gym. Then the goal became survival because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So the goal was just, okay, this is the hardest year of my life and I want to do this for the rest of my life. So now I have two options. I can admit that this is really, really hard, that I wasn't prepared and that I could, you know, I could just like, I wasn't ready and close the gym. Or I could man the fuck up and I could do what I got to do to make my goal become a reality, 
when you set a goal, the only limitation is yourself. You know, there might be some factors like life changes, but like, again, your goal can just change and adapt. At the end of the day, if you set a goal, if you never hit any of your goals, you know, stop, like, why are you setting goals if you're not going to hit them, right? Like, let's hit these goals. So no matter what we got to do to get there, maybe I got to hit two more goals before I hit the bigger one, right? So that's okay. You set smaller goals to get to the bigger goals, right? So what was, what is the goal? My goal right now throughout the quarantine is survival. That's all it is. My goal is to make sure that I have a place where I can continue to employ the people who have worked with me and have, have given me their time and have like believed in me and were part of my team. My, you know, I'm not, you know, bigger gyms, something that I really feel like they miss and why a lot of times they lose a lot of really good trainers because it's like when you're working, you know, from experience, right? You know, obviously not every gym is the same, but from my experience, when you're working with a bigger gym, you're just, you're just someone who makes them money. That's it. They don't give a damn about you. They don't care if you don't have enough clients on your roster to, to feed your family. Like you have to work so that they can get paid. And that's the truth. So, you know, you're, you're going to miss a lot in that. Whereas, you know, with my team, it's like, you're no, you're on my team. If I'm winning, you're winning. Like, I'm not doing this and you're giving me your time and you're putting, you're giving me your like a game every day. And I'm not going to like, what? I'm sure you be like, oh, this is just for me. Like, no, you, you know, we're a team. It's a team effort. No, you can't do anything by yourself. It becomes very, very hard because I tried to do it for a very long time. But once you get a team member, it gets a lot easier. And surprisingly, your business does a lot better. So what is the goal? My goal right now is survival. So, okay, how do I accomplish that goal? What do I need to do to survive? Well, number one is like, find what's the problem? What's killing us right now, right? Find your problem and try to put a stop to the bleed. Like right now it might be like, you know, it's, it's a big open wound, but if we can kind of cover it up, we can slow it down. You know what I mean? So, and if you can slow it down, you give yourself more time to work and figure out a solution to whatever it is that your issue is, right? So our issue is, I'm sure like many other gyms, you know, we were losing members and it wasn't because of anything, you know, people were like, who like, they're like, oh, you don't support small business or whatever. No, that's not the case. Like everybody's dealing with the pandemic. Some people are losing their jobs. Some people have to, you know, be home and pay a hundred percent of their time to their kids, you know, because there's no more daycare. There's, you know, they don't want to get a nanny in the house because like, you know, let's, let's keep it just to us. Right. So people are, everybody's being safe and, you know, situations happen. So it's just, it's an, you know, we understand like it is what it is. We're all hurting. Right. So how do I stop that now? Well, we got to figure something out once, as soon as they allowed us to train, uh, the, as soon as they allowed parks to open, we immediately started doing one-on-one socially spaced personal training in parks immediately. And once that happened, we felt safe enough that we would be able to go to like one of our clients' homes and train them in their front yard or their backyard um, where we could stay socially spaced. We were outside. We we're going to bring the equipment to you. We clean it after every single session. So again, I have to, how do I accomplish that goal? I have to provide a very safe service. You know, I can't just like start trying to train people wherever. Like, no, I need to, I need this to work. So I can't just go crazy and do whatever I want. I have to do it the right way. If there's limitations that I have to follow, I got to follow them because I need my business to survive. Right. So you follow, you, you adapt. I, we make the safest form possible that we can think of with cleaning and making sure that we're socially spaced to begin personal training in. And once we did that, we got, like 10 members back immediately because, you know, listen, I, I know that when the quarantine first happened, 
everything went virtual because there was no other option. So at the time, it was a very, very big necessity. But the truth of the matter is, like, you're never going to beat the in-person experience. We can do it as much as we can, or, you know, we can try as hard as we can to make the virtual setting more fun and engaging. But at the end of the day, there is nothing like just one-on-one interaction with another person. I mean, we're we're supposed to socialize. This is how, you know what I mean? Let's, we're humans. This is what we do, right? So um, it's once we're allowed to stop doing that, some people didn't want to do the virtuals and it's understandable. You could do it for so long, right? Like um, until you just can't do it anymore. And that's fine. It's not for everybody, but for mostly everybody, maybe not right now during a pandemic, but in normal everyday life, one-on-one activity is what they'll choose nine times out of 10, right? So um we accomplished that goal. We started doing that. Once they allowed more people to, like, they opened it to, like, 25 people in a park setting, we started running a boot camp. And we started trying to get some sort of class going or, you know, try to get something going where we can get more than one person at a time. We used to do a lot of classes, so we wanted to do something similar. So we did that. And, again, it helped us. We stopped the bleed. We we were able to provide a better service. You know, we, we picked up one or two people um, back. We picked up new members. So little by little, we started rebuilding. As soon as they allowed us to do one-on-one training, I the same day, I was in the gym training people again. Um, and, you know, again, we provide a safe service. We, we made a video. We posted it on our website of, like, the changes that we're doing and the, the COVID protocol. So, I mean, I'm doing everything I can to, one, keep everybody safe, I feel like, you know, I, I'd rather be safe than sorry, right? Like, I don't want anybody to get sick, and I want to do everything I can to keep my staff and just all the members safe in general, right, at all times, whether it's with COVID or not. We're, you know, we're, we worked hard, but we always make sure you're safe. We don't push you past what we know you can't do. We, we've never really had any injuries in the gym, and I'm very proud of that. So, um, you know, once they allowed us to do the one-on-one training, I immediately started doing that. I have myself, um, including myself, there's four trainers in the gym, um, you know, we had a gentleman who rents, you know, some space from us and it's, you know, listen, we're all doing personal training. We can easily socially space in our gym. We sectioned off places for people to come in and, uh, do training socially spaced. We try to make sure that we don't schedule too many people at the same time. Um, you know, we just keep it, we, we do everything we can and we clean, I swear, like every five minutes, like it's at some point you get tired of cleaning, but it's like, you got to do it. So <laughs> it's just constantly cleaning constantly spraying things down to the point where like the kettlebells are starting to rust, but it's like, what am I going to do? You know, like I not clean this, like I have to clean it. So it's like, whatever, if we can always went once everything gets back to normal, hopefully we can start buying some equipment because I'm sure if you've been in the market and you've been trying to buy some dumbbells just to work out at home, you found that uh, you can't find anything or it's like $500 per 10 pound dumbbell. <laughs> like the prices are ridiculous. But anyway, um, so how do I accomplish the goal? I make adjustments. And when do you make, when do you make the adjustments? You make them immediately because as soon as something changes, everybody else is going to change and you do not want to be left behind. So once they allowed more people and people, you know, it was like 25 or 50 people in a park, everybody started doing boot camps again. What am I not? What am I, I'm going to be the only gym who's not doing that. No, everybody started doing it. Everyone has the same idea. So you make the adjustments immediately, immediately, because again, everybody's going to be doing it. So you have to have, you know, you need to know what's next. So they opened gyms 
so that um, you could do one-on-one personal training. The obvious thing that's going to be next is that you can start doing some sort of like a 25% capacity in your gym. You know, they'll have guidelines as far as spacing and like, you know, the ventilation and all that stuff. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. So are you ready? Like, do you have your plan prepared? Because I do. As soon as I do it, the next day, that's what we're doing. I'm changing with the times and I'm prepared. You have to be prepared. So the the last thing is, I mean, yes, make the adjustments, right? But the last thing I want to say is like, you can't be afraid to fail. You just, you can't. And the fe- it's not to say that the fear is not there because I think about it every day. I, it, you know, it keeps me up some nights. You know, some, some weeks are really good weeks. Some weeks are still really, really bad weeks. And some are horrendous weeks. So, um, you know, what, am, what else am I supposed to do? Like, I'm not going to stop fighting. I have a goal. You need, what is the goal? What do you need to do to accomplish that goal? Right? I need to suck it up. I need to just keep working. I need to grind. That's it. I need to adjust when things, as soon as things change, as soon as the governor says, hey, we can do this now. Guess what? That's what we're doing. So, and we're ready, right? So you have to be ready. So you can't be afraid to fail because that's not an option. It's just not. And, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I, again, I sympathize for, for anybody who's lost their business or anything like that, because it's, it's terrible. And it's a lot of this stuff was out of our control. Right. But those of us who are still here, like, listen, you gotta, we gotta, we gotta put in the work. You know what I mean? And you, you can't, there's failure is not an option. It's not absolutely not. You cannot ever once accept that's an option. It's you're going to think about it, but you can never agree with that thought ever. Keep your eyes on the prize guys. Stick with the goal. I love you all. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Be safe.